0: Hi, this is Bo Pilgrim with Bo Nose Insurance. Welcome to my podcast, where insurance is made simple. We're gonna give you the knowledge that you need to make sure that your insurance is doing its most important job, protecting your assets. Let's dive in. Hi, Bo Pilgrim here at Bo Nose Insurance and Reed Insurance. Today, I'm gonna to talk to you about the claims process for filing a home insurance claim. Uh, There's two different things I'm going to talk about. And the first one is going to be a devastating loss or really large loss. That's going to be a loss where you can't live in your home anymore. The second is going to be a more of a minor claim that's happened to you and what's the right process to take and what it's going to look like. So that way you're not clueless. You understand what you need to do, what the effect is going to be to you, not only for now, but also in the future so that you know how to make the right decision. You know, I want to make sure that you understand what to do and how an insurance agent, especially an independent insurance agent, is going to help you. You know, if you've got a, you know, an 800 number that you're calling to report your claims or whatever, they're not going to give you this sort of advice that I'm going to give you right now. But an independent insurance agent, that's a good one, will. Our office will. We'll give you advice to help you direct you so that way you don't make a mistake that's going to cost you more. And I know you don't understand what I'm saying, but we're going to give you advice so it doesn't cost you more in the long run than if you filed that claim. So, so let's get into it. And first, we're going to talk about that first thing, which is going to be a, a devastating loss. That's going to be a claim scenario where you can't live in your house anymore. You and your family are going to be displaced, right? You know, that could be anything from like someone runs their car into the house or a tree falls on your house. Uh, you get some sort of storm damage or potentially a fire. There could be tornado, hurricane, a lot of different things that could happen that would render your home unlivable. So you're going to have to live somewhere else. Well, what do you do? Well, the first thing you need to do is call whoever the emergency department is to make sure that they get there and respond so that so that either if it's the electric department, they can shut off power or gas, they can shut off gas or water or whatever. Uh, if it's the fire department, you can always just start with the fire department. Call them, call the fire, the police department and get them to respond to your home to take care of shutting off what needs to be shut off so that it doesn't make it worse, right? Well, as soon as you get that contained, call your insurance agent. You need to call them, call your independent insurance agent and let them know, hey, this is what's going on right now so that they can get an adjuster on on, uh, the job as soon as possible. You know, if it's some sort of water damage, they need to start getting restoration, you know, as soon as possible to help minimize the amount of damage that may be happening to your home. So the first thing is going to be is you're going to report that loss, uh, you know, after you've got the emergency department to come and respond, then you gonna report it to your insurance agent. Well, they're going to they're going to ask you certain questions to understand what's going on and to see what needs to be the next steps. Now typically what's gonna happen is they're gonna take information from you, like contact information, maybe emergency contact information as well, and they're going to then report this to the insurance company and let them know, hey, this is an emergency that's going on. They probably need some sort of assistance immediately. They're not gonna be able to live in this house now, so they need money from their homeowner policy so they could live somewhere else. They're also going to let the insurance company know, hey, they need a restoration company to get out there to get all this water up. So it doesn't do more damage like mold or mildew or things like that so they're going to do that and then they're going to get that information from the adjuster they're going to get adjusters information such as their name email address their phone number whatever the direct number is and also some next steps and also if like a restoration company is going to respond they'll get that information for you too and then they're going to relate that back to you and let you know what the next steps are so what what are the next steps right next step is going to be The insurance company is going to get an adjuster that's going to get with you to start working on your claim. They're going to work with you, they're going to work with your agent, they're also going to work with whatever the fire department is, police department, or whatever those other utility departments are to start determining, hey, what happened? How much damage is happening here? And they're going to work with you to say, you know, make sure that, hey, what do you need? to make sure that you and your family are safe and have another place to stay. They're gonna start assessing how much damage and how long is this gonna to take to get you back in your home. So that way they can know, hey, we either need to find, we need to put them up in a hotel for a few days or we need to find another place for them to live. Either, buy, either give them money for a new house or give them money for rent so they can live somewhere else while this is being sorted out and repaired. Uh, the adjuster is going to communicate back and forth with you and let you know what's what they need to do they probably will send somebody out to actually take a look and determine that depending on how much damage it is and then they will let you know this is how much money we think it's going to take to fix your house or replace your house this is how much money you have available for additional living expense that's what's going to pay you so that you can live somewhere else while your home is being fixed or replaced or repaired they also going to give you money for, you know, whatever additional living expense, such as like, you know, extra food or extra gas because now you're having to drive further, right? You know, gas is very expensive, you know, so it's going you know, you're going to have additional expenses because you're not living where you used to now. So they're going to provide you money for that. They're going to start determining how much it's going to cost and how long it's going to take for that to happen. And they're going to communicate that to you so you understand completely and clearly, you know. Here, I want you to understand this. The adjuster wants to take care of you. They are, they are trained uh, professionals. They're typically very compassionate people, and they want to make sure that they're taking care of you. They understand that this is a difficult time for you and that sometimes you may be, you're, you may be a little bit emotionally charged. Hey, if you're having trouble with your adjuster, reach out to your agent and just you know, let us know what's going on. So that we can help you sort this out and just make sure that it works smoothly because they want to once the claim is sorted out and they figure out what whatever the claim is if it's going to be repairs what they're going to do is they're going to pay you what's called actual cash value first Um, that's going to be how much of it's going to how much it's going to take to fix it minus depreciation now you probably have a replacement cost policy hopefully you do if you're not sure you know you might want to evaluate that and make sure you do because not all of them are but if you do have a replacement cost policy, you're sitting there scratching your head thinking like, okay, I know I've got a policy that says replacement costs. I thought that meant they would give me new for my old stuff. Well, it does, but what they do, this is what all insurance companies do, they'll pay you a portion of it. You get it fixed and then they will pay you the balance of, of it once you've done that. So you'll start getting it, You know, they'll give you how much it's gonna take They'll give you a payment for the amount of repairs that it'll take, then once you fixed it or repaired it, then you give them an invoice showing that you paid it, or I guess a, a paid invoice is what I should say. They, you give them that and then they cut you a check for the balance, that's how it works. Once that's settled, then you know the claim is taken care of and it's closed out and then you go on your way. Now, Sometimes there's a dispute, right? Like, okay, the adjuster came out. They thought it's going to be this much. Well, it's going to be more because of whatever reason. Um, depending on your policy, you may have guaranteed replacement costs on your policy because you know building costs have ra- risen a lot the last couple of years. Uh, if you've got guaranteed replacement costs, you just need to go back to your adjuster and say, Hey, look, it's going to cost more. We've been working with the with the roofer and whoever else. It's just it's going to cost more money. We'll just make sure you communicate that with them they'll be able to reopen that and resolve that with you to make sure that you're not you know without uh, taking care of all the expenses that you have look they're professional they've seen it before it happens all the time you know but you just need to communicate what's going on with that the second thing is going to be a minor loss let's talk about maybe you've got hill damage to your roof you got leaking uh, into your house from your roof or let's say that you got like some tree limbs that have fallen onto your roof that may have done some damage, but you can't really tell for sure because the limbs are on it. Or maybe you've got like water damage. Maybe the the water for the the commode overflowed, or the pipe for the um, feeds it, you know, burst, or the wa- hot water heater uh, began leaking or something like that, and it's done damage, right? Well, those are different things that you want to talk to your adjuster first. Okay, so go shut the water off. You know, in one of those instances, or or get that you know get something done temporarily, and then call your insurance agent. If you got an independent insurance agent, this is what they're going to tell you to do. They're going to tell you if you got roof damage, they're going to say, okay, what you need to do is you need to find a reputable roofer and call them and ask them to come take a look at your roof. If they're a good roofer, you know, take a look in Google or something like that, and just see do they have good reviews there. If they do, call them, ask them to come take a look at it, and they'll be honest with you, and they'll tell you. it's just age or wear and tear which is not covered underneath the homeowner insurance policy it's not a maintenance policy but they may say yeah you got some hail damage but it's pretty minor really you lost just a couple of shingles and really you know you might want to just pay for it yourself because it'd be about this much money or they may say yeah you got a lot of hail damage and you really should go ahead and report this because they'll probably give you a new roof well okay well then what they'll do is they'll tarp your roof to make sure that you won't have any additional damage. Then you call your insurance agent and say, hey look, you know, I have got hail damage, I talked to a roofer, they said, yeah, I definitely got hail damage, can I go ahead and report a claim? Well then we'll do that. You know, what about a water damage? Well, you might wanna call a contractor to just come out and take a look and just see how much is it gonna to cost to fix what was damaged? Because it might not be that much money. It may be under-deductible or it may be close. Another thing, what about if a tree falls on something like your fence or something like that? Again, call a contractor first. Let them come out and take a look and see how much is it going to cost to fix it. Now, I, you know, I, I know what you're thinking. Is you're sitting here and you hear me say this, and you're thinking like, well, Bo, I, I got insurance. I got a small deductible. Why would you suggest I not file the claim? I mean, are you just not one to pay claims? That's not it at all. Look, my job is to make sure that you're taken care of when something happens, and I want to, but part of my job is also to help you to understand how does insurance work and what is in your best interest. Well, what's in your best interest is, at the end of the claim and over the next few years, is to make sure that you come out financially the best. So if it's a large claim or you obviously definitely have some sort of roof damage, then yeah, I'm gonna tell you, okay, let's report this claim, let's get that roof fixed so that way you don't have any more damage. But if it's a small claim, what I'm gonna suggest you to do is to go ahead and just pay it out of your pocket. And here's why. Most insurance companies, affect you know, will will take care of claims as far as like rating goes in one or two ways. Either one, they don't give you a discount at all. For not having claims, and then whenever you have a claim, you get charged because now you have a claim, because that's your risk makeup. You know, every insurance company, you know, a person that does not have claims should not pay as much as a person that does have claims, right? I and mean, it's just not fair. So, you know, what I'm going to suggest you do is to pay the thousand dollars because if you have three hundred dollars over five years that you can have to pay in addition on your premium because you had a claim for $1000 well that's going to be $1500 so you just saved $500 by paying it yourself plus you probably had a deductible anyway and so you may would have only gotten a few hundred dollars off of the claim anyway look i know that doesn't seem right to you but that's just that is the way insurance works You file a claim and you will then lose any sort of claims-free discount that you had or you'll get charged for a claim. Because that's the second way. I told you there's two different ways. The first one is, they'll give you a discount, but then whenever you have a claim happens, well then you have a chargeable claim. And that's any insurance company. The second way that they'll handle it is they say, well I'm gonna give you a claims-free discount up front because you haven't had any claims and we're not gonna charge you for any claims but what happens is you lose that claims-free discount, you see? Because you're not claims-free anymore. So they haven't surcharged you. They haven't charged you more in the sense of penalizing you for it. But you did lose your claims-free discount because you're not claims-free anymore. So we're gonna you know, so make sure you call your independent insurance agent and talk to them about your claim first. So they can give you directions about that, because if it's larger, they're going to tell you, hey, turn the claim in. You're going to be better off filing that claim rather than doing the other. If you've got an 800 number you call them, they're not going to care about that. All you are is just a number. You call them, they're just going to say, okay, let's report the claim, report it, and then you'll find out after the fact, I shouldn't report it at all because now my rates are going up. And then whenever you go to shop for insurance with another agent or another company, that claim is going to follow you everywhere because all those things they have to report it to this data pool so that all insurance companies know about that claim and it's going to follow you for five years you're going to pay for that small claim for five years when maybe you shouldn't have if you had an independent agent so if you have a claim and it's a smaller claim but you know it's still you should claim it well the the process is gonna be similar to like the major one. You're go, We're gonna uh, report that information to the adjuster, the adjuster will get with you, we'll give you all the adjuster's information. They will follow through, do an assessment, and then make sure that you're gonna get taken care of and uh, they'll pay ACV or actual cash value first. You get the repairs done, you show them you paid for it, then they cut you a check for the balance. So that's the claims process on a homeowner insurance policy. I hope that helps you to understand what to expect, and what the process will look like so you're not scratching your head and just wondering and scared because you don't need to be. Thanks for listening in. I hope this episode has helped you make better decisions about your insurance. If your insurance agent is not having these sort of conversations with you, then maybe it's time for you to find a new independent insurance agent.